Big Brother. I gotta pay my bill. Hey, bro. Your Fruit Loop dingus bust a fool again? Flurries, you better grab a life vest. I love you, bro, Montana. Damn, that's friendship. I can't hear you. I know, because you don't like to hear the truth. Tico, bro, hey. But first, but first, but first, but first, but first, but first. Whoa, bro. Don't be a beta. For another fun-filled Wednesday veto episode recap, it's Alex. You heard Emma bringing us in. Well done, well done. And we're joined by Pat Chris again, missing, but he says he's going to be back tomorrow. So you know, we we wish him the best. But uh, we're going to break down tonight's Wednesday episode of Big Brother. Talk about the veto, and I mean, it it feels like it's kind of like we know who's going home already. Doesn't There's got to be something drastic. But it, yeah, they it's were trying out. to milk it for as much as they could today. But I just, I don't know. It was a, it was a good episode. We got to see a lot of stuff. We also didn't get to see one main thing that kind of happened this week that I figured they probably wouldn't show on the show, which is the wall yeller. Somebody yelled over the wall over the week, like Sunday. Was it Sunday or Saturday? Over the weekend, somebody yelled over the wall in the Big Brother backyard. They were like Cody and Nicola playing everybody. That's kind of pivoted some people's strategies and uh, we can talk about that later here in a little bit but tonight's episode began after the nominations ceremony Enzo had put up Kaser and Kevin on the block obviously Kaser is the target you know everybody thought Janelle goes then Kaser follows suit after that and um, that is a that's what it appears to be like he says that that Kevin was a pawn he even kind of explains that to Kevin, who, for the first time Kevin was on the block, he was freaking out the whole time. You know, we had that weird, awkward bathroom scene where he just kept, like, confronting everybody in the bathroom. Hey, if you wanted to, you know, vote for me, that'd be super cool. And they're like, dude, I got to go. Uh, I'm going to go number two, so if you could just leave me alone, that'd be tight. But, like, he's not know you're trying to dump, but yet. if I can just talk to you through the door, that would be really great. You're trying to drop a deuce, but before that, you think maybe you could save me in this game? <laughs> uh i i definitely think that uh i mean I, I don't really think i didn't think kevin had anything to worry about the whole week really just the way that everything had lined out it seemed like unless something with caser happened and that's kind of what they they made it seem like they tried to hype it up like maybe caser's gonna win the veto or something like that but really that was their only threat to everybody in the house right now was if caser wins the veto kevin winning the veto like he does which Emma reminded me tonight, the, the, like, like the veto competition, the, the NSYNC one, I guess we'll call it, Puppet Master, I believe is what it was called. But it was basically like the NSYNC album cover. Uh, no, video. no strings attached, right? Yeah, yes. Video. Um, but yeah, it was, it was basically the NSYNC competition is what we'll call it. And that was the one that last season Jackson peed himself on, and they didn't show it on the episode, so... That was, Emma said that might be why they all had baggy pants on. They had baggy pants. So you can see the pee. I forgot about that. They peed themselves. But that was just a fun little fact. But, yeah, um, 
So we see that Kevin obviously is going to win the veto. We know that now. But uh, Enzo had told him, he's like, yo, bro, you're safe. You're just a pawn. Kevin was still kind of a little unsure on that. And then uh, he he basically just told Kaser that, like, yo, this is what the house wants. That's and that's never what you want to know. Like, that's never what you want to hear coming from an HOH. I feel like if you are somebody that just got put on the bus, like, dude, this is what the house wanted. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting screwed here, man. Yeah, you're gone. I am getting sent home. Bye uh, bye. Yeah, it'll be uh, it, it'll it'll be uh, a pretty boring episode tomorrow. I feel like just it's they're gonna try and fill it with some drama and up leading up to the eviction but i really like we i think we know what's going on right what do you think emma um or they try and do like a janelle at home segment you know they just throw janelle in like every other episode like by the way remember her uh you liked her well cardi b knows me it's cool yeah she got retweeted by cardi b that was cool We've got 24 hours where David could do another stupid thing to help them fill up tomorrow's show. So that is true. That is true. Although but you no, were very complimentary of David today. I was shocked. He lasted an entire episode without doing something stupid. So he's improving. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> now the, the whole show tomorrow is just going to be Kesar trying to make deals. And at, like they're going to span that out for forty of the sixty minutes, or what is it actually forty four minutes of airtime, and then he's going to go home. Well, speaking of like trying to make deals, I don't really know if it was him trying to make a deal, but he was talking to Bailey, and that was a super weird interaction. It was like was no, it a she was so it was a, rude? I think it was much longer in real life. It definitely was. It definitely was. I don't know why they picked the bad part to show, but like. Maybe well, she was mean the whole time. I remember watching a little piece of it, though. I feel like we had it on, and I was just like, why is she being aggressive? Like, like <laughs> she, if, I remember just like thinking, I was like, is Bailey being a little aggressive? Or, like, it didn't come across as mean as, like, the show portrayed it, I guess. But I thought, like, I was like, that's a weird way to just be speaking to him, I guess. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they, was, they made her look real bad. Right like, I, well, I don't know, and like, I yeah, will not discuss things. Just the way he goes, yeah, you know, think that's about it. That's very condescending. Are you calling me an idiot? I think about things. And I was like, whoa, bring the heat. Well, it's, but like someone told her that someone was in her alliance was saying bad stuff about her alliance members and she's still in the alliance. Like she was still like, we're still strong. We're still slick six. And it's like someone in your alliance was talking trash. Clearly. Yeah. You still want to like, it's not a good move. So don't get offended when someone's like, think about it. <laughs> but also, <laughs> think about it is just, on. it's a very common thing to say as well, to get really mad at that part. When you're like, Maybe don't act like I don't know her, what's happening. Never see it. Kesar that doesn't, that doesn't seem, that doesn't seem like a Kesar thing to do, though. He doesn't yeah. seem no. like a mansplainer. No, but I'm trying to give her He's the He's the opposite of, the of a mansplainer. Hold on, Emma, let me explain. It. Let me explain to you yeah, how Pat, Why don't you explain to her? Because she doesn't understand. <laughs> Let me tell you what mansplaining is. Okay, team. <laughs> <laughs> that was just super weird. That stuck out. Just that that was maybe the most awkward part no, of the show. It no, wasn't. it was the most no most awkward part of the show tonight had to be Danny. Oh like, Tyler and Nicole are up in the HRH room. Just chit-chatting away, and Danny was like, yo, I got to get the, the squad together, talk about what are we doing today? Like, who's going to is there gonna, who's gonna be the replacement now? What's going to happen? And she walks up, and, like, Tyler, what are 
to have like a meeting. And Tyler, to his credit, played that off about as well as he could. Like that's an awkward spot yeah. to be in. Like, uh, who? What? What meeting? And she's just and like, Danny's like, face is just lost. Damn. Uh, oh no. Oh no. Uh, I gotta check on something, and it just leaves. I don't even think Danny knew. <laughs> I think she was like, wait, why is he being awkward? Well, he kind of like, kept shaking his head towards Nicole. He was like, I mean, I don't, what? Yeah, I what? think it took her a full minute before huh? she knew what she did uh, because they didn't give her side of it. So yeah, Tyler I think she, must have never said anything about it to her. Because she's tried to get close with Nicole. So I think she just forgot that Nicole wasn't in this alliance. I forgot Nicole wasn't in the alliance. I did too. So did I. I, like, I did six? too. When Tyler Cody first said six. that, I was like, why is Tyler being weird? And then I was like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the other one. But then Tyler does as much as he can to save face right away when Danny's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go and leave. And then he's like, oh, she obviously slipped up on something. I don't know what she's trying, what she accidentally let out there and just plays dumb to it. Smart, pretty much just threw her under the bus, though. And now, like, Nicole, who is a, a rat, is going to eventually tell somebody that Tyler was trying to throw Danny under the bus, which I'm sure she probably already has at this point. I think Nicole was really confused. Nicole was confused, but Nicole was also like, yeah, she was op- she was clearly covering up for something. Then that's just... I gotta go to Cody and see what no, he thinks. No, Cody, what do you think about when I was talking to Tyler <laughs> and Danny came and said this thing? <laughs> there was a meeting or something? <laughs> People that are like just tuning in that may not have any idea what we're talking about, like, what is this dumb accent that you're doing? Please stop. I don't know if it's more fun to make fun of her, David. <laughs> I mean, tonight we at least can, like, she was in it more. David had the whole, well, David had the whole Kevin arc of the story. David looks semi competent, or I, I can't even say semi. He, he did, but then he seemed competent today. He did. He, in the beginning, I mean, he was talking about uh, Matthew Hyremio just, Cody. Uh, on our on our Facebook live chat, uh, what's up, gang? If you're if you're just listening right now, you can tune in right after the episodes every time on our Facebook live on, on Pastor Gay Bro on Facebook, and you can uh, chime in and join the conversation with us if you'd like. But uh, yeah, in the in the uh, beginning before the veto competition and like the picks were made, which it was clearly like Big Brother setting it up for us, where uh, he's in the storage room, David comes in, and they kind of just talk about. Oh, well, would you play for me if I got house guest choice? And David's like, yeah, let's shake things up. Let's just shake it up. Shake, 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 shake it up. Do you think David would have shook it up? No, he wouldn't. Because when it came down to the two of them, David could have just dropped and given it to Kevin. But he was like, I mean, brother, I want you to earn it. And I was like, you said you would totally play for him. And playing for him would mean dropping right now. (laughs) But now you're like, no, I want you to earn that. And it's like, no, dude, that's not why he picked you. Am I the only one that thought like, if he pulls him down, Enzo's going to put David up. Which would – No, if, if – yeah, if David – If you all win I'm the veto, to, yeah, you're you safe, too. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Otherwise, that would happen all the time, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that would be like revenge <laughs> for you using the veto, which is probably why that's sense. the rule. I'm an idiot. But, but uh, so David ends up falling. That competition just – it hurt me watching it, and I can't imagine actually having to – like, it hurt someone so hard that they peed their pants. It did, or he was just so committed that he peed his pants. The, and played through it. Pants. That I one just to pee his pants too. It was an album. That might, I think that's got to be the hardest physical yeah. comp out of all of them, because it takes Kevin. flexibility and just ridiculously like 
Like if you had like yeah, Kesar, I knew there. right away had no chance just because if you're even slightly heavier than like your strength, then you're fucked. Like you, you got to be if you're going to be heavy at all, you've got to be super ripped. And Jackson. Yeah, like Jackson or like or like a David. Like David's really, really in shape, and he's not like a small guy. So, but he's really strong, so he lasted long. But you really need to be like that's what she said. Like Kevin or Tyler, you got to be like that kind of body type to like Nicole probably would have done decently well in that, but she I don't know if she has enough muscle to really hold on for a long time. Nicole, Holly won it or Jackson? I thought Jackson won. I thought Holly won it. Maybe. They're basically the same person last season. So she's small, yeah. so it makes sense. Like, yeah, like she she's light but really in shape too. So, like, if I was up there, I would just be like, guys, I'm gonna let go in like eight seconds. Is everyone cool with that? Because I got no shot. <laughs> I could. That would suck if you were the house guest choice, but then you probably wouldn't have been because they would have been. Like, yeah, I mean, guys, do, for this. Well, you, I mean, you don't know what it is when you pick the house guest choice. That's so true. it sucks. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna tear my rotator be... cuff for you. My B, Kevin. My bad. But so Kevin ends up winning it, even though David was like, yo, we'll, I'll play for you. Like, David still could have taken him down and kept himself safe, and that could have been the way he did. He was planning on it, but he just didn't explain that very well. And that's the whole thing is, like, you can kind of tell I, – like, Tyler's very good. at You'll watch him do something on the feeds, or you'll see him do something on the show. But then in the DR, he has a pretty logical explanation of, I did this because of A, B, and C, so I did this. And David is just kind of like, what? Like, what was the line? <laughs> that? And then uh, at the end of the episode, David was even like, yo, I mean, it was just, uh, or not, it wasn't after the episode, it was after the veto, after Kevin was excited about winning. David's like, you know, I was, I'm sad that I didn't win, I didn't get a chance to win the veto because like, I could have proved myself to Tyler and Cody. And again, I was just like, weren't you just working with kevin going forward because in the dr david said he was down to work with kevin going forward but then in the dr just after that he was like yeah i gotta prove myself to cody and tyler so like i get you can play both sides but what are you doing man he just gets no benefit of the doubt he's done so many dumb things that you just can't give him credit for having a plan and in a season of all-stars it's funny that they always refer to him as rookie (laughs) Like, we're in week four. Really, like, week – yeah, I guess week four. He is and, the most rookie. Right, but they're like, I mean, he's a rookie, so, like, we could put him up. Like, they're just talking about hypothetically, like, replacement noms who go up in certain situations. And he's very uh, – he's a very easy target. Only two worst things they could be is, like, if they called him freshman or if they called him temp. Fish. Temp. Like, if they just called him temp, that would be the worst. Hey, new guy. Hey, new guy. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so we had um, Christmas talking to Enzo about, obviously, they had to put up a replacement nominee. And it was so – it was classic Big Brother. They build up the drama. They want you to think, all right, dude, this might be it. Like, is it going to be Ian he's going to put up as the replacement nom? Who's like, is he going to take that shot at Danny after Tyler told Cody and then Cody told Enzo? And then they kind of got mad that Tyler was telling Cody about that because they thought that like Tyler trying to save himself to Nicole may have burned their game. Even though, like, I don't, like, I thought you can't really get mad at Tyler for kind of trying to like save himself when she just like puts him out there on an island, you know? Yeah. I don't know what Tyler would, should have done in that situation that could have been better. Like, at that, like, I don't, he didn't name anybody. 
he just was oh. like, I don't know what her fucking deal is. Like, that's weird. That's, that's a, that was a weird thing she just said, huh? Is she drinking? I mean, he was, he was putting like the worst situation there. Cause like a really smart player, not to say that Nicole's not, but you know, Nicole's Nicole. She's a, a little, winner. she's a winner. She did win. She, you know, she gets a little airheaded sometimes though, but like, Tyler played it as best as he could, but a, 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 like a really smart player would have just straight up been like, okay, so they're in alliance together. I got to yeah, figure out what I would have said, who, the committee? And then put all of the balls in Danny's court. She would have to have been like, no, the other one. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, she would have had to say, yeah, at that point. <laughs> yeah. Right? But she was obviously talking to him. So if he said that and she was like, no, the other one, Nicole would be like, oh, so you guys have a side alliance. Like, that's why there was no win she, for Tyler in that. She didn't – she saw Nicole. I thought she thought Nicole, like, for a second, she forgot didn't she think wasn't about in the it. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I think happened. But but then if you say the committee wants one and you go get everyone and they're like, we didn't call a meeting. Yeah, but it's better than being like, I don't know what that was. They just make it like a house <laughs> cleaning meeting. They're like, yo, we got to clean the house. He tomorrow. did say a house meeting, and she said no. So she was – I mean, she, it's her. It's on her. I've just never, like, very few She's times have I game. seen a house meeting end up working out well for the person that called it. They go really well for us watching. They do. They go well. For, like, they're great TV. But, like, Dan's funeral is about the only one that, I mean, there's a few others. There's probably others. We just but, like, off the top of my head, Dan's funeral is really the only one that I can think of. And that one he should not have gotten out of, and he just did because he's Dan. Yeah, that was amazing. Like, yeah, nobody else could have pulled that off, I don't think. But, uh. So we have, we, yeah, we had, well, we had Enzo talking about who he was going to put up and it was just funny. He was like, I could go Ian, I could go Danny, or I could take the safe route and go Christmas. And then it just showed more of like, probably going to be Enzo or, or uh, probably going to be Ian or Danny. And then he takes the safe route anyway. So like, really like, oh, I got to make a move. I'm not going to let, like my HOH isn't going to just be an easy HOH. It's going to go by and it's like, no, it's kind of going to be the exact same HOH. That you just pretended it wasn't going to be. So you're just going to send home with the house wanted, which is cool. It is early. Just, and that's that is kind of justification. It's going to be used in his final speech. Hey, I got Kaser out. And Tyler's going to use the same thing. But it's like, it's not that impressive when every single person in that house wanted that person out. It's annoying. Well, see, that, that's the point, though, is that, yeah, you could have made a big move and he wanted to, but when everybody wants him out, Trying to backdoor someone and flip the house and everything right then, you're like, no, just get that guy out and then yeah, deal with it later. That, and on. that's fine. That's fine to do the movie did, but to claim it later like a big move. Oh, I got which he's going to the obviously. second biggest threat. But that's well, part of the game. Yeah, but I would be like, that doesn't count. Everyone wanted him out. Your big move would have been getting Ian out, but it makes sense for him to not get Ian out because yeah, I mean, it's just stacking a re resume but, like. It's shitty. Anybody else out? It's it, it's shitty, but I mean, when there's five hundred thousand on the line, you'll make a lot of shitty arguments to help your case. Using those names in vain. Yeah, but you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we see Christmas ends up being named as the replacement nominee. I'm like ninety nine percent sure it's Caser going home tomorrow. Like that's. I'm one hundred. Ninety nine point one. They're like, I don't want to – what was it, 90.5% chance is what – I think she said 99.5. 99.5. It's a very specific number. but uh, Probably something to do with Christmas and Santa. Dude, yeah, she does too yeah. many Christmas puns. And I get it, your name is that's, Christmas. That's but the like, degrees of the North Pole. 
<laughs> uh, I bet it is. Oh, if it is, I'm gonna throw up. I'll just throw up if that's the case. It's cold. What? It's cold. Yeah. So it wouldn't be 90 degrees. No, well, 90 degrees Celsius, maybe. I don't know what that really is, but it seems like it's different. I know it's a different measurement. <laughs> that's and that is us trying to figure out Celsius and Fahrenheit. Math. I believe it's double plus 24. I don't think it matters. It's double plus 20-something. It doesn't matter. I, Sorry, it doesn't uh, matter. we're here in America. We don't need to know all your European science Your metric shit. nonsense, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, um, Casey's going home tomorrow. Tyler's on to Danny, and that is pretty much all we uh, – I guess everybody's on to Danny. Yeah, it everybody's felt like Tyler's Danny. lines were pretty scripted there, being like, I don't know, I guess I'm after Danny now, which I'm sure he is, but, like – the whole group of guys is after. I don't really think he's that mad. I think they're gonna wait for a while. Well, I think I think he's got to no, go to the rest of. He's he's got to go to the rest of the six, and be like, listen, Danny almost fucked us all. Like she walked into the room with somebody that's not in here, and said, "We need a meeting." Yeah, and but basically she, like, torched our whole shit. Does something like, like she did with Nicole. That was an accident. Yeah, that's pretty blatant like, guys, that it happened. Yeah, but anybody we'll keep her in here. But the first chance, like they got to keep them in there. But the first chance they get, they've got to back door out of the alliance and hope on her way out the door doesn't go. Hey, by the way, these five people in alliance, fuck you. Yeah, I don't think they'll do it early. I don't. I don't see why more people don't do that. Like, if you're leaving and like you're in an alliance and you're like when you get backdoored by your own teammates, I don't see why more people don't do that on the way out. Like, I guess because you still want to be friends later, and that's a you might think there's do, a buyback. But, Oh, buybacks, yeah. But there's no buybacks this year, so this year... But they don't know that. Do oh, I mean... When you're in the house, you have no idea, so... And, like, Janelle was telling them that production said she was going to be there till September or whatever, so she thought that that meant there was a buyback. I don't know if she didn't realize the calendar was, like, almost to September, but... <laughs> so she was going to get home until mid-September. Mid-September, maybe that was it. She was home in August. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Maybe If we get a Janelle segment this uh, week, then we'll know for sure. Do we want? Yeah, that's that, and if that happens, you gotta give credit to Emma because she called it at Little M Tweets. Um, do we want to do a spoiler segment? Do we want to talk spoilers tonight, or do we want to talk spoilers tomorrow? Because we may know the HOH, and if we don't know the HOH, we'll have something that would fill the time with that. What do you guys want to do? I think tomorrow is probably the better. Probably move. tomorrow. That's what I was kind of thinking too. Um, but before, before we do anything else, let me tell you guys, uh, that this episode of Pass the Gravy Bro, as are all episodes of Pass the Gravy Bro this season, it's brought to you and presented by Southern Star Brewing Company, the best beer in the entire world. My favorite beer, Pat's favorite beer, Emma's favorite beer, America's favorite beer. Janelle's favorite Janelle's beer. Janelle's favorite beer. If she knows what it is, it's definitely her favorite beer. Um, it's, it's awesome. I'm drinking an Echo in kind of their Mexican style lager pack. You got the, uh, strawberry bombshell blonde, my nice. personal favorite of Southern stars. Uh, we've been crushing these Southern brunches. It's basically their Southern, their new Southern brunch is pretty much it's a mimosa beer. It's just like, it's, it's awesome. If you're not a beer fan, you're going to love it. If you are a beer fan, you're going to love it. I believe it's a citrus shandy, but Emma, you can vouch for me. And I say this, it is amazing. It is amazing, and you can drink it day or night because it's like a little breakfast tea because it's got it's got orange in it. So it's basically like like you're drinking orange juice at any time of the day. So you're good, 
you're good. But there's something for everybody at Southern Star Brewing Company. Check them out. You get them at most of your local grocery stores. And also, like, you're going to get the better options, the more variety at your, your major liquor stores, like your Total Wine, your Specs, your Goody Goody, all of those. 3525 North Fraser Street's where they're located at. The tap rooms are open. They're, they have strict social distancing policies. But it's a lot of fun, and uh, I promise you, you will never have a bad time at Southern Star Brewing Company. They also have beer to go up there as well, and uh, I promise you, you're not going to have a bad time ever there. They have the coolest tap room ever. Southern Star Brewing Company, the official presenting sponsor of every episode of Pass the Gravy Bro this season. If you're drinking a Southern Star while you're watching Big Brother or while you're listening to us, send us a picture. Tag us at Pass the Gravy Bro. Tag Southern Star at Southern Star BC on Twitter and Instagram, and then uh, tag Pat at not Pat Dan. Emma is at Little M Tweets. I am at Alex J Middleton. Also, while you're at it, please go give us a five star review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you already are subscribed, hit unsubscribe and then resubscribe again. Just do it. Just do it. And uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. I guess that's all we got. K sir, probably going home tomorrow night. But we, you're gonna be back with us tomorrow, Pat. Yes, I will. I've already got my alarm set so I don't forget two weeks in a row. Nice. Nice. Yeah, last week Pat did forget that the episode started at 7, but it's all good. It's all good. We supposedly will have Chris Hogan back with us tomorrow night to break down our uh, – we never know. We never know. Only time will tell. But we're going to break down our next eviction tomorrow night. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, let's let's go Rockets. We're still watching the Rockets as we record. So let's mm-hmm. go Rockets. Let's get it done. And Strohs. And – yeah, they're yeah, Anstros. And uh until we talk to you guys next time, pass the gravy, you bros.